listening to First Church Charlotte. Greetings, everyone. Thank you for watching. My name is Nathan. It is a privilege to spend a few moments with you talking about the Word of the Lord, talking about spiritual subjects. I'm enjoying spring. I had the opportunity today to go uptown Charlotte uh, for various reasons, and one of them was that I was uh, going to scout out some locations for a, a video shoot with some of our, our students, uh, student ministry here in Charlotte. And uh, as I'm walking through, it was just a beautiful day, blue skies, just almost as pretty as it could, get, as it could be. The, the, the Yosino cherry trees are, uh, are blooming. It's just, just a gorgeous day. And I'm walking, I'm thinking about spring. I'm thinking about no matter how dreary the winter has been. And let me just say here that this past winter has been the foggiest, cloudiest, rainiest winter um, that I, I remember spending most of my life here in in the Carolinas. And so for me, it was just like, <laughs> God still loves us. You know, the end is not yet. And I, I was enjoying it. And as I was uh, kind of walking through the parks and whatnot, I, I remembered the scripture that I, I had thought about. I've actually uh, read, and I don't know that I've ever preached from, but it's in Genesis chapter number eight. And it's that passage where... Uh, the writer says, as long as the earth endures, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night will never cease. Interesting uh, observation to be placed in the first book of the sacred writings that we call the Bible. As long as the earth endures, seed time and harvest, Cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night will never cease. Uh, the reality of the cyclicality of life. So you have a tough winter, spring is coming. You have a difficult uh, season of your life, uh, a breakthrough perhaps is right around the corner. Or you might even could say uh, weeping may last all night long, but joy comes in in the morning. Uh, everything that we enjoy in springtime, everything that is changing, uh, all the new life that is around us, whether it's, uh, you know, botany and trees and the like, or whether or not it's the, the birds singing in the trees or the new life of the reproductive cycle of the natural world. Uh, however that is, it's all, it's all uh, kind of a testimony to this this principle of the seed, and there's spiritual insight in this principle of uh, the seed. The Bible uses uh, seed to represent possibility, and it speaks to the effect of the word of the Lord in our lives and how the seed of the Lord comes into your heart. And if it finds ready soil where the uh, you're kind of at a season of your life where you're ready for change, you're ready to hear, you're ready to spiritually embrace a truth that is given to you. If that's, ha if that's, if that's the moment you find yourself out at, um, it might just be that that word takes life within you and now potential is birthed. Now we read that kind of in the beautiful language of scripture, but speaking practically, it, it's going to manifest itself in a certain way. A scripture is going to come to you, a promise 
um, uh, promise of the presence of the Lord, a promise of, of forgiveness, redemption. And you're going to begin to think about that. You're going to begin to consider it. Some part of you is going to weigh it. And you're going to think, I wonder what that means for me. I wonder if, if God would take my hand. I wonder if the presence of the Lord would meet me in the quiet spaces of my life and begin to speak to me. Uh, out of this, this seed grows spiritual, spiritual possibility. And here's the thing. Everything that is available to us through God begins as seed. Uh, it begins as uh, almost a divine thing something that despite all of our science and technology, we really can't explain. We can explain some of it, but there's a magic in it and the seed of divine investment in you, the seed of spiritual potential in, in you is planted somehow. And you begin to think just a little bit differently and you begin to consider what if this, what if, if that, and out of that seed comes spiritual potential. So if the fall is a season of dying and the winter is a long winter, long night of death, <laughs> uh, spring is new hope. Spring is new promise. Spring is the assurance that Everything you have endured has not ended you, but it has set you in place, in line for this new season of growth, this new season of harvest. As a church, that's exactly what it feels like to have come through this COVID era. Um, it's been like a slow dying, even though the Lord has been with us even though the Lord has protected us and kept us. And I'm speaking as a church, and I also am speaking as individuals. Uh, without the Lord's goodness in our life, uh, we, you understand how difficult that would be. Uh, but as a church, we've been protected. And now, um, and now it's like a question of what follows on the heels of this, of this COVID. Most of us, uh, if we ever were involved in uh, ministry um, with others. It probably happened in a small group type uh, format. It happened by including people in our lives. It happened by inviting friends and family over and one question leading to another question and pretty soon you're praying with somebody. Uh, all of that seems to have been ended by COVID perhaps, at least over the last year. We're not getting together. We're not having small groups. We're not having random people over for dinner, even if we've known them or even in many cases if um, we're akin to them. If we don't share households, households, there's been kind of a dampener on all of that kind of activity. Uh, and we have lived through this death. And now, in the next two to three months, uh, our churches will begin re-emerging as fellowship-based uh, families, uh, as, as fellowship-based entities, as spiritual a spiritual creation that represents diversity of talent, diversity of background. Uh, our churches will begin re-emerging where we have a mission and we should come together in all of these many different ways. We should include one another in our lives and we should pursue that mission. 
not because we're needy, although we are needy, and not because we're lonely, although many of us are lonely. There's no shame in being honest about a condition of your heart and mind. Um, but that's not why. That's all ancillary reasons. The reason why is because this is the manner in which God has chose to reveal his being, his essence in the world. He hasn't chose to do uh, public demonstrations of uh, the dramatic and the miraculous in the manner of a show. There is dramatic moves of God. There is miraculous demonstrations of God, but it's always within the context of an individual's faith and in the, the, the context of their story. And also there's always a way where if you don't want to believe, you don't have to. You can explain it away. The Lord always operates like that and always has operated like that. Um, that's not the why. Not simply, um, you know, the fact that God has chosen the miraculous as proof of himself. He's not chose that as his testimony of presence in the earth. He's chosen the church, imperfect people coming together in spiritual reconciliation where they are able to forgive much because they have been forgiven much. And they're able to love much because they have been loved much. First, they met with the one who gave his life for them. And that love so transformed them, it empowered them to extend this horizontal love, which is to say, don't say you love God. Don't claim testimony of transformation. Don't claim spiritual theological insight if you cannot connect with other people and embrace other people. You see what I'm saying? You're welcome to read 1 John. This newness of life, this will not be the last trial the church goes through. And I speak about the church at large. This has been a strange time, yes, but it won't be the last trial. There'll be more trials. Um, if you individually have been going through tough days, this won't be the last tough day. But the same God who was with you through the last winter has brought you to this moment of new life and the cicadas are starting to sing and the grass is starting to green and the trees are starting to bud and the animals are starting to stir, you see. Uh, the same God who brought you through that darkness has presented you to this moment of light, this moment of life. And so uh, this cycle continues, yes. Uh, this seed of spiritual possibility following upon the heels of a season of, of fields lying fallow. But that's not the end. Fallow fields, it's not the end of your story. A broken heart is not the end of your story. I know it's overwhelming you, but that broken heart is not the end of your story. The burn over fields of your heart is not the end of your story. I know it, it feels that way, uh, and you know why. But that's not the end. It's not the end for the church. It's not the end for you. For as long as we are here on this earth, this truth of endurance will be for as long as the earth endures seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night will not cease. You're going to come out of your cold, foggy, rainy winter, and you're going to celebrate 
a new seed of potential. And out of this tiny seed that didn't seem like much when you held it in your hand in the middle of your winter, uh, it quite to your surprise can grow into something spiritually majestic. So uh, Jesus said it like this, unless a kernel of wheat fall to the ground and die, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. Let God take your fallow fields and bring new life to them. Let God take your broken heart, your broken family, your frustrated circumstance, your setbacks, your sins. Let God take that. And in a way that only he can accomplish, sometimes I can't even, I can't even explain it, but only he can accomplish it. Uh, he will bring out of your your, your frosted over um, countryside. <laughs> he will bring new, new life. I believe that for you. I claim that for our church. I claim the bursting forth of spring. I claim the, the joy of uh, the new life and the new growth and the new hope. And I, I claim it for the church as a whole. I claim it for you individually if the Lord would allow me to do that. I claim it for myself. Winter is not our end. As long as this all endures, as long as the earth endures, new life will follow the season of death and sorrow in our lives. And we will rise in newness of hope in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray you would be with everyone watching this. I pray that they would have a sense of you in their life, not just as observer, but as spiritual uh, partner. You're with them. Your hand is upon them. I pray that they would humble themselves enough to acknowledge you as Lord and let your presence not simply be uh, something that is there and they're aware of it, but it would be as a, a guide to them and the Spirit would begin to lead them and the Spirit would begin to transform them and there would grow out of their difficulties a harvest of spiritual potential. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Love you. God bless you. Uh, hopefully I'll see you Sunday. Um, many of you are coming back to church. It's, it's fun uh, to see the, the, the house start to fill up. Uh, many of you are getting vaccinated. I know not everyone's going to get vaccinated. That's okay. That's okay. You do you. It's all right. Um, it's, a, uh, it's just a, 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 it's exciting for me to see the church begin to fill back up again. God bless you. We love you. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to First Church Charlotte. If this podcast has blessed you, please rate it with four or five stars. By doing so, you will help others find our free podcast and bless them. If you're in the Charlotte, North Carolina area, come worship with us at 4929 North Sharon Amity Road. For information about service times, church ministries, and so much more, visit us online at firstchurchclt.com. If you would like to help support our efforts, please text GIVE to 704-445-5353. We pray God's richest blessings to you. Come, worship with us.